undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredhead. Oh, baby. That's right. We are back. This week, y'all, with the Shredhead Pod. First and foremost, I must apologize for my absence last week. As the events of last week were just far, far too much for your boy to deal with. Uh, I'll be honest, man. The, you know, the shooting and the, the, the national BA strike, which we will get to in a minute. But uh, the very, very big straw that broke the already tired and weak camel's back was, of course, the passing of Mr. Chadwick Boseman. And while I will spare you um, a long passage about long flowery words and and, uh, say a bunch of things that uh, many others have said better than me already, uh, check in with... uh, hyphen podcast group's own Mark Rob uh, of We Should Do This Again sometime and uh, the past episode of It's Like a Podcast or whatever, Handsome Bane had some words, I do not uh, but just suffice it to say I literally could not find my voice last week, nothing I could say uh, would would um lend the credence to uh, the life of Chadwick Boseman. And so I just elected to not, you know, sometimes it's good to know, well, it's always good to know uh, when you need to take a time out. And uh, while I would have loved to have been able to produce content for you last week, I just did not, I could not, so I did not. and uh, that's well, where I will leave that. All right, and with that said, welcome to my parlor, said the spider to the fly. You are the flies, I am the spider in this situation. And my parlor would be the shredhead pod. And I would be the... And with me, of course, my main brain, the mayor of Dimension X, for those of you who pronounce the word dimension weirdly, and my best friend, Krang. What's up? What's up? Ooh, heavy. The National BA had a strike. Psych. They are, wow, that feels like literally four years ago, thinking about when the strike started and, whew, well, between between the strike and now, that was last week. That's nuts, man, to, to think about, you know, 
well, the, the, the stoppage of play, I'll say, uh, you know the story, I'm not going to rehash it, uh, but for me it was just like, yes, keep the ball rolling, of course, uh, well, stop the ball from rolling, literally, uh, I mean, you know, the National BA, the uh, Major League, Major LB, as well as the National HL, all had uh, work stoppages, uh, so to speak, from their athletes in support of black folks and Black Lives Matter uh, as a result of the shooting in Wisconsin. Jesus Christ, man, it feels like that was, what the hell is going on? You know, like, I, I, I don't, this ghetto ass, that's what it is. Time time passes weirdly on a ghetto-ass planet. I know the hood is weird. So, like, now that the entire world is the hood, shit's all weird. You ain't safe nowhere. I bet it's babies dealing drugs on the corner in Beverly Hills or something by now. This, this has been a weird... Anyway, of course, it's 2020. Everybody's going to say, yeah, 2020. Yeah, of course. Um, shit was weird. Obama had some uh, input with uh, getting the players of the National BA to stop their strike. Well, to, to go back to work, I guess. Um, I told you, man, Obese's a war criminal. And uh, that was kind of... I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that. I really wanted this to take place to put some pressure on people. I'm saying a lot of peas. I swear. I hope I don't have not. Hope I'm not popping plosives every two seconds. Um, but you know they had uh, the ability to uh, to lay some heavy pressure on uh, the guys up top who had sway with other guys up top who make laws and that sort of thing you know those guys who uh you have to talk to about building stadiums and arenas you know those same guys that tend to be able to open up their the the open up their wallets and write checks for inconsequential things like that uh you know, a word from them could go a long way as far as, uh, which the word I hate, uh, law enforcement re uh, reform, because you can't reform. Uh, maybe, maybe it's the same thing. Like you can't reform criminals by putting them in prison. Not in this current prison system. No one comes out reformed. No one is ever the same. Uh, I, I guess the same could be said about, uh, 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 law enforcement they can't be reformed because they are the way they are they're doing exactly what your training has taught them to do and that's to kill uh, even I you know, most of the time I didn't even train guys to kill it was you know steal TVs while old ladies look the other way or you know we were we were just putting goods into a warehouse I didn't necessarily have no plan after that. Uh, my, my top priority, of course, was defeating those accursed turtles. 
but our crime wave, you know, we were just stealing TVs off of fire escapes and emptying out, uh, emptying out vans from electrical stores, or from, from electronic stores, you know, that sort of thing. But, uh, I digress. Uh, like I told you, Obese's a war criminal. He was working for the man, uh, and now, now you have your basketball back, your, your sports. Uh, you know, I was really looking forward to uh, putting the ball in the National FL's court, or well, field, I should say, uh, and, and leaving it up to them to also follow suit with the, the National BA's athletes. But, uh, you know, we won't get to see what that would be like. You imagine if these crackers had to give up some football or miss out on some football. Oh, yeah, that that would have kicked off the Civil War. Well, well Civil War II, Judgment Day, would have it would have popped off. But, you know... Sports are the dessert, you know. Sports, sports are, are something that uh, you you get when you deserve it. Like, pardon. I feel like my microphone is too too close. Anyway, yeah, like you get that you get that shit when you've been been a good boy or, or a good girl or you know non-binary person who's been good you know you you sports are something you should earn and something you should deserve and as a country we're not there you know i don't think you should be racist and also get to enjoy lebron james or you can't sit there and angrily masturbate to a basketball game because racism is your you know lubricant you know what i mean you sit here or football, for that matter, if you prefer football. And I know people like to try to count to the, look, point to the ratings and that sort of thing. And they don't even know how ratings work, but whatever. Uh, you know, if if racism is your jam and that's the only way you can get it up, uh, I, okay, I guess I get it. But if you claim to not be racist and then you see these people who are trying to make strides, you know, for there to not be racism anymore, and it angers you. Uh, 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 make it make sense. I don't know. Uh, anyway. <sighs> you know what? It's been about 10 minutes. We'll be back after this commercial break here. Shredhead pod, y'all. Master Shredder. Hiya, puddins. It's your girl, Holly Quinn, a.k.a. Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell you all about it. It's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff. And if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode, Q and Slay, or theater from our butts. Have a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. And we're back. With a very bizarre story, um, yeah, it just came out uh, uh, earlier this week by one Jessica, I'm sorry, Professor, maybe, 
Jessica A. Krug, who you know let me let me issue this trigger warning for those who uh get irritated or angered by what I like to call racial dolezals. Uh that would be a person claiming to be a cocoa puff when they are in fact more like a kicks. Okay, uh, I guess to put it more explicitly, one uh, who who masquerades as a black person, African American or whatever, someone of the African diaspora, uh, when they are in fact not. Uh, yes, living living blackface, as I call it. Uh, Professor Jessica Krug felt the need to out herself on social media uh, this week. Well, really, I believe... I, I don't know where she did it, but it, it ran wild on the social meds. Uh, and so I'll just read in her own words what it was uh, that she said. The truth and my anti-black violence and the anti-black violence of my lies... This was written, well, published September 3rd of this past, of this year, fine. For the better part of my life, she writes, every move I've made, every relationship I've formed has been rooted in the napalm toxic soil of lies. I'm hooked. Not just any lies. Star, star, star. Space space to an escalating degree over my adult life i have eschewed my lived experience as a white jewish child in suburban kansas city under various assumed identities within a blackness that i had no right to claim first north american blackness then u.s rooted blackness then caribbean rooted bronx blackness I have not only claimed these identities as my own when I have absolutely no right to do so, when doing so is the very epitome of violence, of thievery and appropriation, of the myriad ways in which non-black people continue to use and abuse black identities and culture, dash, but I have formed intimate relationships with loving, compassionate people who have trusted and cared for me when I have deserved neither trust nor caring. <sighs> I'm stopping there because that's where she finally used an end punctuation. Yes, all of that. Well, everything after space, space was uh, one very, very long sentence. Professor, all these semicolons and, and commas and dashes, uh, I'm, I'm afraid maybe uh, you are not really a professor as well. Uh, Jesus, man. Okay, lot to unpack there, but uh, maybe we don't. <laughs> uh, listen, 
uh, you know, toward the end, she says something along the lines of, I cancel myself, and, you know, she decided to fall on her sword and things like that. Uh, and, and, and I guess what she deigned her, her peace, la, resist, la resistance, uh, was, uh, I'm not a culture vulture, I'm a culture leech. Um, okay, cool. They're both living off the work of other things. Uh, leeches, of course, suck off of living host. And, uh, vultures pick the bones of something that's already dead. So I guess, you know, sure, you are a culture leech of a living, breathing, evolving black culture, uh, which is a very general statement, which is a very general idea. But okay, uh, you got very specific there with uh, Caribbean-rooted Bronx blackness there. That, 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 that must have taken some years. Kudos to you uh, and your napalm toxic soil of lies. That, that, bravo, you know, good, good for you coming out and uh, admitting, excuse me, admitting to what you did. Uh, with that said, I'm not giving you a cookie, and, uh, I'm, I'm, I guess I am giving you a cookie by giving you attention. Look, this week was a slow news week compared to last week, which was just entirely too much news. Uh, so, yeah, I guess, fine. I will look, I will look upon you for your 15 minutes, uh, and looking at her. The thing that was weird coming from a lot of people was that she doesn't look black listen folks i'm black and japanese i have kind of a uh george jefferson fro kind of thing going on uh and sometimes my hair is relaxed and you can't tell i'm i'm a darker skinned asian man listen i'm blasian i'm black i'm asian uh you know very simply um, I'm also kind of immortal, so I don't know where that lands, which I guess, you know, whatever. I'm probably born of the first people to live. Surprise, surprise, those first people were from Acrofra, Africa. I know. I, I say Acrofra sometimes playing around, but, uh, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe be more serious or don't. Nigga, it's a podcast. It's, it's I'm, I'm joking around. You come here for the yucks, you know. But uh, I, I, it's a slippery slope to say that someone doesn't, quote, look black because black uh, looks so different all over the place. Um, Malcolm was, red, was a red man with freckles, you know. Did he look white? No, not by any stretch, but... Um, you know, just cause you, just cause you're black doesn't mean you need to be blue. And, uh, you know, you could be albino, nigga, that doesn't make you any less black. If the cops are willing to see you and shoot you, you know, it's, it's a lot, uh, shared in the black experience. Especially if you actually are black, you know, you can't actually point to just being um 
you you can't point to actually just being Jewish. You know what I mean? Like it's and you know you have the the whole black Jew thing. Uh, you know that's a whole different bag of cats. I say all that to say when you talk about being a culture vulture or a culture leech and why one would be any better than the other. Uh, how about you don't, you know? And, and obviously she's admitting to wrongdoing, which, you know, is a good first step. Uh, but the other step after this isn't, you know, an apology to her for the sake of apologizing. It's, you know, to cash in on telling that story. Rachel Dolezal got all kinds of attention, uh, had a documentary, um, you know, and whether or not she was able to cash in on those things. Uh, I, I could not tell you. I have not done that research. I am not aware. Um, I know that she was just kind of, you know, thrown to the wind, and now she is a meme. But, uh, you know, maybe there's something there that would benefit one willing to cash in on such a weird, weird adventure. Um, here, here's what I will suggest for any white folks out there not looking to cash in just to kind of be a helpful, uh, a helping hand uh, to the black community. Uh, for one, don't do this shit here. That's messed up. Um, I don't even know if she was doing anything to help black folks. Uh, intention never met. It's a whole thing. If you want to go and look it up, um, it's. I think it's on Medium. I don't know. Whatever. Throw the throw the couple reads. It's one point nine three k. I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 a t it's a TLDR man uh, for me. But um, you know, she's there's a lot of stars and a lot of spaces. So it's a it's a really long essay here. So I don't know. Maybe maybe the prof is uh i don't know whatever i don't i don't care i i care enough to talk about it because it's a pod and i have to talk about something but um yeah no whatever uh here here are some people that you could look to uh david jacoby he works with jalen rose on the jalen and jacoby podcast all the time they're best friends in real life uh and, and he volunteers, um, no, he, he donates to uh, the JLRA, that's the J, the Jalen, I'm sorry, JRLA, the Jalen Rose Learning Academy? Anyway, it's, 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 a, um, it's a charter school, uh, and a lot of people give to that charter school in Southwest Detroit. Uh, you know, bam, there you go, he's on there, he's, obviously a white man he makes no bones about being white but i mean he also collects sneakers and he does some you know he's a cool white guy right like you know he obviously partakes in black culture which we all do right you you kind of cannot you kind of can't not absorb black culture right it's all over the place it influences everything it's okay to say that you partake you know uh, it's another thing to say that you are a creator when you're not, you know. Uh, Jane Elliott, the, the big homie, 
uh, who hit who hit so many uh, white folks with the question of whether or not they would like to trade places and be treated as black people are treated, and of course no white people stand up. It's a beautiful thing. I love the way she explains things. Uh, not that it helps. Not that it helps your most stubborn white people uh, wrestling with exactly what their racism, whether intended or unintended, does. But man, it's just, I just love to see the looks on people's faces. When she asks the question and none of them are willing to step forward, always check it out, the homie. You've seen it. But if you haven't, Jane Elliott, uh, just type in Jane Elliott. You'll get the same video every single time. Even Skip Bayless, to a certain degree, uh, He's very antagonistic to athletes. Uh, would be, it would seem that he's more antagonistic to black athletes. But when the chips are down, when you're talking about actual institutionalized racism, you can tell that Skip is kind of a, what, what I would say, like a, a reformed racist. Like he didn't exactly understand why, why his... his, his uh, white privilege there it is why his white privilege was harmful like he probably was always taught that saying that that racism was just being white and saying nigger but uh you know over time i think he he seems like someone who's a convert you know what i mean like over time he was able to see like oh wait a minute or that he was like a late bloomer um however like his 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 arg his battles with LeBron James and um, uh, not Kawhi, yeah, Kawhi Leonard, also, and of you know most recently Dame Lillard, uh, don't seem to be racially motivated. But with that accent, you 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 can't help but feel that there was some racism there at some point in time. So it's probably true, you know. But uh, it also could have to do with Shannon Sharp big diesel ass still in shape old man strength ass shannon sharp sitting across from him that he doesn't pop too fly when they start talking about racism or you know skip bayless could really believe uh you know believe what he says he believes when he starts talking about institutionalized racism uh on on uh, the show with shannon sharp and you know, he and uh, Stephen A. when they would have their back and forths, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure, like I said, maybe he's a reformed racist or he's, you know, he's had some time to examine exactly what kind of opportunities have been afforded to him that haven't been afforded to uh, his brown and black counterparts. But, uh, yeah, or you could be like one of uh, one of our own the hyphen podcast group's own everyday rogue Kit Kat Chinetti and of course a frightful Fred with Melisette's host Melisette you know they're they're out here in the jungle with us baby and um you know while they don't experience the same things we experience uh they can most certainly pipe up from time to time and uh you know just have just have our brothers back out here man damn you know we get tired of this shit, and and it's good to have to have people at your back who are willing to pipe up and argue 
with her own uh, who, you know, decide that they want to be willfully blind or willfully ignorant in the face of these times. Anyway, I say all that to say you don't you don't have to you, you don't have to blackface to be black or even benefit off of black culture like people have been doing it for years. If you're going to be a crook, don't be if you're going to be a racist crook, don't be a racist vulture leech crook that does really racist shit like dress up and pretend to be black like there are way easier and less problematic ways of being a problematic racist you know damn got she really went out of her way uh anyway surprisingly that was not the cretin of the week cretin of the week is coming up next after this break and then of course the shred commendation and then I will let you all go on about your day. We'll be right back with a Shredhead podcast. Fool. Masters. Shredder. What makes me want to get close to someone and snuggle? Fear. Salutations. I'm Melisette. And on a frightful fret with Melisette... I read classic horror stories combining audiobooks and audio drama into a podcast. Come away with me into the darkness and let me make your ears tingle with a sensation of terror. A Frightful Fret with Melisette. Available everywhere podcasts are and find us at ourfrightfulfret.net. Don't forget. All right, my mutant miscreants. Let's get ready to reel this puppy in. Of course, with a Cretan of the Week. Uh, you know, really, th this was a jump ball, man. This week, a lot of people were being Cretans. More, uh, I mean, you know, whatever. We're living basically in idiocracy, the movie, uh, and the constant state of being. Uh, but I think one man went above and beyond, not only being a Cretan, but a, a, a hypocrite. Uh, so hypocritan, hypocritan of the week, uh, none other than Vincent Kennedy McMahon. No, you Cretans. Have you heard about this? No, you Cretans. Of course you have. Uh, it's all over, all over the news right now, all over. Especially if you're a, a wrestling fan. Pardon. Alright, uh, so, so, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, uh, just released a statement recently, I believe it was yesterday, the day before, whenever you're getting this, it was a couple days, a, a couple days ago, um, he ordered a shutdown of all, uh, of all outside platforms, uh, well, he he issued a shutdown. He ordered a shutdown of all of the WWE's performers uh, outside platforms, meaning Twitch, their YouTube channels, their cameo appearances, their um, 
I think that about oh the IG. I don't know if they had to to end their IG, but whatever it is that they are using to make extra money on the sides, uh, a lot of them are using you know services like Cameo to stay afloat because uh, for some of them Cameo is more steady work and easier done, easily more easily done without putting one putting oneself at risk for say a certain virus that's running rampant out in the world right now uh these th these performers can make their cameo videos from the comfort of their own home or in a car or wherever they are uh, and wish people happy birthday and make tens of hundreds of dollars easily well uh from what I from what I uh, am to ascertain, uh, one performer by the name of uh, Lana or uh, C.J. Perry, which is what she probably puts on her tax forms. Uh, one of her videos. Oh snap! Uh, anyway, one of her videos um, made an announcement. And, uh, oh no, she was doing um, little advertisements for uh, an energy drink. And I'm assuming that she was being compensated. And uh, whether she was using the name Lana or CJ Perry, I'm not sure. But uh, it raised the ire of one Vincent Kennedy McMahon, who then made one big, broad, sweeping statement that uh, the uh, superstars, if you will, of the WWE have until uh, have 30 days to shut down all of their outside endeavors or else they will be uh, wished good luck upon their future endeavors uh, if you don't know that's a thing that um, being future endeavored is what is what is known as being fired in the WWE, um, they, they always issue a statement wishing you can, um, good luck on all your future endeavors whenever they let you go. So, thus the name Future Endeavored. Anyway, that's a little factoid you didn't know if you, that you just learned here. If you didn't know, here on the Shredhead Podcast, uh, educational podcast. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that... We're, we're not sure exactly who all that includes, uh, but if you are a follower of, say, Up, Up, Down, Down, uh, the Xavier Woods channel on uh, YouTube, which has done a wonders for a lot of wrestlers who weren't getting a lot of TV time, who then went on to Up, Up, Down, Down and played some video games and were able to showcase their own uh, talent and personalities um which for Xavier Woods it seems that there may be some sort of issue there I'm not sure uh it was my belief that up up down down was doing some sort of profit sharing with the WWE but in a in a very cryptic tweet uh yesterday Xavier Woods uh tweeted I guess we're doing this now um and you know Obviously, and, and that was it. But from from what people were taking from it is that he 
took issue with the mass statement from Vincent Kennedy McMahon, which just doesn't make any sense. Like, every time something comes up where somebody asks McMahon about health care for the wrestlers, he immediately defaults to saying that they are uh, independent contractors, right? So, I mean, if they're independent contractors, why do you have them under years uh, a contract? But, you know, okay, cool. Um, if they don't reap any of the true benefit, unless you want them to, then what would be the point? Uh, you know, okay, so that, uh, you know, and, and, and it, was, it was stated that part of the issue was that they're using their trademark wrestling names. I don't think a lot of them are, but, um, you know, we were talking about maybe Alistair Black and Zelina Vega who uh, have their their uh, YouTube channel is called A to Z so I mean it makes reference to I don't know if they I do believe they go by their real names uh, as most people do uh, up up down down everybody there goes by a different nickname so they're not even you know whatever and it's not as if any of them are doing any criminal activities or anything that uh, McMahon is saying is harmful to the brand of the WWE and that they are actually getting ready to do some sort of soft rebranding. Again, from what I'm able to ascertain from what uh, little breadcrumbs we have here. But um, yeah, apparently... Uh, the WWE, the World, World Wrestling Entertainment, is getting ready to move into a new phase of some sort, which must mean he's selling pieces of the company to uh, a high bidder. It, it, again, that's that's normally what they say. A lot of these are just me putting up the flashcards in my mind if they say one thing that they mean another. So, um... Yeah, it's very, very likely that someone is getting ready to b get a piece of the WWE's pie and uh, with with the wrestlers doing their own thing on Twitch and YouTube and Cameo and elsewhere. Uh, I guess that somehow takes pie away. Um, so, yeah, it, it it's it's very it's a it's a very stupid thing. Uh, that I think is going on, uh, you know, it's 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 really limiting for your performers. And to McMahon, I would ask, is do you want a union? Looks like you want a union because doing things like stopping people from making money off their own likeness, uh, that's how you get a union, buddy. You know, back in my day when I was running the foot, uh, you know, again, I was teaching teenagers, and I had to switch over to robots. So unless you want to make robots wrestle, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, that's essentially what you want anyway, uh, making people recite uh, the same promos from someone else who wrote something for them, and they are not the wrestler, so therefore they can't get inside of the mind of the wrestler. Uh, it's weird. So maybe, I mean, I would just suggest to McMahon that you could maybe possibly move over to cyborgs or um, 
Is it an android that's an actual, no, a cyborg, right? I believe an android is a fully, uh, a fully mechanical being made to look like a human, while a cyborg is a human with, 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 um, I'm sorry, mechanized parts, you know, like if you lost an arm and then I put a robot arm on you, that now makes you a cyborg, right? Yeah, because org, org is in there, cyber, organic, right? So that would make you a cyborg. But if you just built a robot and put some, you know, fake, some, some, some fake skin on it, that would be an android. So maybe World Wrestling Entertainment needs to move to making androids or humanoid uh, humanoid robots like I did, you know. You know, you could program them to do what you want. Robot reigns. There you go. Now that's how, that's, that's how you make the guy. That's how you make a guy. There you go. Literally making stars. Anyway. Uh, Krang, could you politely put in the uh, Cassidy... Jump in a casket and get your die on. Jump in a casket and get your die on. Uh, it's about time. It's about time the WWE has a changing of the guard anyway. Uh, Triple H, save us, please. Anyway, on to the shred commendation and the end of the show. Uh, DC Direct, or as I've been watching it on HBO Max, uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon. It's... It's okay, you know. I'm not. I'm not exactly raving about it, but um, it has it has some good stuff in there, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure there are problematic parts, but personally, you know, it's it doesn't take itself too seriously. It actually pokes fun of um, it. It pokes fun at its own problematic. It it, uh, it makes fun of its own problematic elements. Uh, it, it acknowledges that uh, throughout time there has not been enough attention paid to the fact that Harley Quinn um, is a therapist and that she still can hold on to the things that she learned while becoming Dr. Harleen Quinzel. So we see some of those elements. Um, it's an outright silly show, not alt-right, outright uh, it, it, it goes for the absurd and, uh, you know, as long as you're willing to go on that ride, you should find it enjoyable. Uh, it, it has a Venture Brothers, The Awesomes, uh, kind of feel to it. Uh, maybe even, I would say like Metalocalypse, not as, it's not as, um, well, it's not as metal but it's not it's also not um trying to make you th it, i don't know i don't know you know how metalocalypse has that weird kind of it doesn't know it's a comedy it is funny excuse me it, it is funny but it's like mm, i don't know i don't know I don't, I don't know where i was trying to go with that one uh but harley quinn if you have HBO Max, 
Uh, it had some DC, DC stuff on there. Season 2 was better than 1. I think they were just trying to figure things out. A lot of stuff is based around her relationships with the Joker. And then uh, later on, uh, some other things happen. <laughs> with, uh, well, I mean, come on. If you didn't know that Harley Quinn and, and Poison Ivy are uh, involved romantically in some of the uh some of the other adventures that they some of the other platforms that they've been on you know in the books and uh kind of low-key on the old batman cartoons when uh harley and and the joker broke up she was living with poison ivy um but they they weren't very explicit about the fact that they were supposed to be lovers uh but this one dips a lot more into that so yeah that, that's that's fun it's fun it's a fun show if you you know it's it, the the, the runtime can go anywhere between 15 to 22 minutes so you know if you want a, a quick watch good laugh real quick um and character development holy geez they're really actually trying to develop the character of harley quinn and not just have her be an auxiliary. I love messing with that word. Auxiliary of the Joker. Uh, also, uh, anybody who wants, quote-unquote, love like the Joker and Harley Quinn got, uh, please go get you some help. That shit is not healthy. And um, they go out of their way to express how unhealthy their relationship is, but... You know, I, I know people don't read the books. Well, you don't even have to read the books on the fucking cartoon. Harley was invented on the cartoon. Uh, so, on, on Betos, Batman the Animated Series, uh, that was the birthplace of uh, of Dr. Harleen Quinzel, Harley Quinn. Um, yeah, man, like, go, go get some help. If, if you want that, you you're saying you want whatever i'm not here to judge you i'm just here to try and help you anyway with that said it's getting warm in here and <clears throat> i uh do, do 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 hey what's that over there on the ground it's shiny go pick it up while i ninja vanish This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?